and welcome to What Y'all Reading, a podcast where two friends and librarians gush over writing, talk about characters like we know them in real life, and nerd out over any historical connection we can find. Expect 30 minutes filled with fun, laughter, and a new YA book review every Wednesday. I'm Madeline. And I'm Alyssa. This week we read Witchy by Ariel Reese. Guys, this is a graphic novel. I almost said webcomic, mm-hmm. but it is also a webcomic. It is a webcomic. It is. It is a webcomic. So it started out as a webcomic, <laughs> um, and then she published the first four chapters, I believe. Yeah, so the first yes, four, four volumes. Yeah, first four chapters are in the published volume. And it's beautiful. But it continues on witchycomic.com. It does. So if you can't wait for the next volume to be published chapters five and six um are up yes and um, i just discovered that right before we started recording and i haven't read them yet so now i'm like well i want to i want to read them i know it's so good <laughs> um so the concept behind this graphic novel is this is a land magical land this is a fantasy graphic novel um and there's witches and there's magic and your magic is determined by the length of your hair yeah which is a very fun concept to me um, because I feel like every most people are concerned about the length of their hair. Everyone obsesses over their hair. Um, mm-hmm. I have curly hair. Madeline has really long, pretty red hair. Like, mm-hmm. And those are things that, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember yeah. when I was younger, I had to get my hair cut, you guys. I was forced to get my hair cut. And it was devastating. I cried. Mm. My mom sat me in a chair, put my hair in a ponytail, and snip, snip. And I just boohooed the whole time. (laughs) Boohooed. That really sucks. I have had a number of crazy haircuts, mostly in elementary school. (laughs) Did you have a bowl cut? I sure did. Because <laughs> I went to go get my hair cut from somebody that, like, wasn't our normal beautician, um, Janelle, which shout out to Janelle in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> she still cuts my mom and dad's hair, which is really cool. <laughs> but I don't know where we got it cut, but the person, like, totally botched it. And we had to go to Janelle to fix it for her to even it out. And it got it was real short. Oh, I wow. think that was, like, second or third grade. Yeah. yeah, I'm the only one in my family that has curly hair. Well, I get my curly hair from my dad, but he keeps it so short you can't tell. And my yeah. poor parents did not know what to do with me. I mean, I was bald <laughs> till I was two, and then I grew a bunch yeah. of thick curly hair, and they were like, "What the hell? What's wrong with this kid?" <laughs> like literally, I was. I looked. I looked very. I was very bald. Um, there's pictures where like my mom has tried to put a clip in my hair, and it just kind of falls over. <laughs> little wisps of hair that I had were just not strong enough. Um, so, but so hair I would have more magic than Alyssa. Yes, neglecting to tell you. <laughs> yes, Melanie would have way more magic than I would. But I also want to know. My husband would have so yo, much magic. Your his dreads are like almost to his butt. That's They're so crazy. long. Yeah. 
He's had him for like eight or eight years now. Can you imagine if he undid the dreads, how long his hair would be? Oh my god. I've watched videos of people doing that and it's fascinating. Yeah, I had dreads for ten months and then I was like, this was supposed to be easier than just putting my hair in a ponytail. And guess what? It's not. No. You gotta keep your hair super clean because any oils, if your hair isn't curly, any oils will just the knots will fall out of your hair because it's like lubricating your hair. So your hair has to be super clean and you have to always be like messing with it to get it to look nice. And I was just over it. I was like, I thought it would be easier. So we, we combed them out over winter break. And then my freaking sister who was training to be a cosmetologist, I had her trim it and she trimmed it to like a really awkward length. And I think she did it on purpose to like, cause she was jealous or vindictive i don't know but it was not a great length and she did not need to take that much off anyhow this is a complete we went on a complete tangent but no but hair is a really big important deal in this novel and it's it's so cool so the main character is nanev 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 i'm horrible with pronunciations guys i'm so so sorry um and she is the She's a daughter, obviously. I don't know why I had to state that, but I did. Um, her, <laughs> you guys, my brain. Um, so her mom is living. Her dad is not, and I'm not spoiling anything. Again, this is in the first chapter. Two pages. It's two pages. Um, so her father has yeah. really long, long hair. Beautiful black hair. Beautiful hair. Super and long. Apparently. If you become too powerful and your hair becomes too long, your own witchy brethren or people, they, they kill, kill you. you. They burn you. And I'm just like. They burn you. Listen, it threw me yeah. for a loop. Because traditionally, witches are hunted down by non-magical people and burned. Who knew that your own magical people mm-hmm. would burn you and kill you because you're too powerful? If that isn't the right. most like. Right. So nuts. So because of that, because he got killed because of his long hair, um, Nineveh actually grows really long hair. She's growing up. Mm -hmm. And well, there's also this thing in the very beginning with he gives her his knife. Oh, yeah. The handle of the knife is a very unfortunate shape. I when I first read it before I even turned the page, I took a screenshot and I sent it to Alyssa and I was like, is this? Uh, and so then I turned the page and I was like, never mind, it's a knife. It's a knife. It's just really unfortunate shape. I thought it was so it gives her a knife. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. And we don't know she, what her hair goes really, really long. Yeah. And it skips ahead until she's she's 18 now. Yeah. Basically like a senior in high school. And the magical witch. Um, they're getting ready for Yeah. So she, because her dad got killed because of her long hair. She hides it. So she puts like this hiding hiding spell. They call it something different than a hiding spell. Um, um, it's a hair masking it spell. Yeah, masking, something like that. So, so she just like kind of touches her hair. <laughs> I know. Um, and it braids. And it makes it shorter. And it not only braids it, it makes it shorter. Yeah. And so everybody at her school thinks that she's like, they're like really sad for her because they think she has short hair and they're like, oh, it's so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You have such short hair. Oh, Who no. are you? Poor girl. <laughs> she just, but she, she doesn't just... want to get conscripted no. because the people that will conscript her are the ones that freaking killed her dad. Yeah. So she's it's... like, no, thank you. 
I don't understand how the people haven't revolted. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like. For sure. There's so, like, further on in the chapter, I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but there's, like, tons of children whose parents have been killed Mm -hmm. because their parents' hair was too long. And, like, now they're orphans. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, these poor little babies. Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah. Um, It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's kind of like an underground rebellion. Yeah. Anyway, that's skipping ahead. We are. Um, Um, But so she has. So talk about her friends in her school. So she has Batu and Prill. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I absolutely loved about this novel is the representation of LGBTQ plus in Mm -hmm. in the novel. It's it's amazing. So Prill is actually transgender Mm -hmm. and they make, they make it seem so normal. Like it is normal. Yeah. But it's, it's more normal in this world. Not normal. What am it's, I? The way that they did it. Okay, so the I can describe the scene. So the way they did it is for conscription, everybody has to get a health check. Yeah. And um, they go by what's on your birth certificate for the body you were born into. Mm-hmm. And Prills is the wrong gender, and it it hasn't gotten changed yet because I think her parents didn't yeah, want to her change it. Are not happy because there was there was some sort of penalty or something like that oh was it like the she can't inheritance inherit the land Mm -hmm. something like that yeah so they didn't change it um so even though the teacher told them to put prill on the girls list the freaking assistant is a dumbass Mm -hmm. and a call her out for the boys list and prill's like no i'm seeing the woman doctor i'm a woman Mm -hmm. um and so the teacher basically comes up and she's like what's going on here and um tells the assistant off and she's like pearl's gonna see the woman doctor she's a woman end of story right like so it's it's i think that's what i was so great the way it was yeah and another reason why pearl really wants to join the guard is because they will do um the whole transition for her they'll pay for it like the yeah. whole nine yeah and i was like how fucking amazing is that like how yeah. like that's just it was it was so nice to see it yeah. and i don't i just made me so happy so happy yes and pearl's a total badass oh my god but she, she is. so she has really long she's hair so she has really long hair and there's like this competition at the beginning it's like one of the their skills tests or whatever yeah. and people are everybody's like doing horribly and pearl steps up and she's like let me show you how it's done gets all the targets right on the dot and then the teacher's like okay Nanive, it's your turn Nanive comes up and she's like they're like oh we know like it'll be okay you have short hair we know you'll be terrible and she's like uh no i'm not gonna be terrible so girl conjures up so much magic that she basically blows up the place where they were taking the skills test it's like a giant hole in her school now and she's just like yeah like uh i did that. so that was really cute yeah um Um, and then batu is like this big friendly teddy bear he's so sweet so sweet he like you know looks out for nanib and looks out for Mm -hmm. phil and he's very much like the peacekeeper i guess yeah um but i love it 
I love everything yeah. about this graphic novel. Yes. And so the way for the conscription, I thought this was really fun. It's not just like, they don't know what kind of test it is. So it could be a physical test. It could be a logic test. Um, it's different every single year and they train to no matter. So they come in before I tell you this, I want to tell you that their teacher is built. She is yo holy. She got I mean like muscles. You know what she reminded me of? Mm -hmm. She reminded me of um the dad in Skyward. <laughs> A little bit. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Like just like yeah. get, like she looks older, but then all of a sudden Ripped. she's just like I'm ripped like yes like yeah. you're just like well okay then right I'm gonna so yeah exactly so their test is um the conscription guy comes and he's like actually the head guy and not just somebody that he sent which I guess is unusual it's like they the... make him play this game called Robin's egg yeah where they're all on an island and there are eggs hidden around the island they split up into teams there's like a place in the middle that is the sanctuary basically where you can't you're off limits but you have to be able to bring as many eggs as you want to your basket and that's like how you win um so of course Nanib doesn't want to win right <clears throat> but it like turns done. out that Nanib is actually really freaking good at logic and because the whole thing is filmed even though her team basically got last the um person brought it up to the main guy and they're like actually like i we're not really sure about this one because watch and even though she has short hair she's really good and it kind of has a flashback of all the cool stuff that she says mm -hmm. about um logical tactics um yeah so, and so then go ahead they can script her which sucks because she did not want to be conscripted and right this so is the most amazing the part. head guy his name is Vicroy, it's this really weird word. I Vicroy? Vicroy. 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 Jung. Um, Jung. He has like, so they show a, a, there's a scene where they show how long his actual hair is. And yeah. I'm like, holy crap. It is. Yeah. It's like he has the longest long. hair in the kingdom. Which, I mean, I just have it's wedding train long. It's Diana, Princess Di, wedding train yeah, long. Yeah, like we're talking <laughs> Rapunzel. Long his like hair. the braid that they show his hair reminded me so much of that braid in the Rapunzel movie where it's like layer upon layer upon layer yes. of braid. But I'm also in the back of my head, I was yep. like, well, why wasn't he killed? Like, I don't understand. Like, how if you're cutting, you're killing people right. with long hair. He's, isn't he the one? So he took over for whoever was before him. And yeah. when like he took leader. over, that's when, yeah, that's when things went to shit. Mm hmm. Because he took over and then he didn't want any competition. So if you have long hair, he's going to kill you. Yeah. And that's how he's kind of set it up. So Neneve is definitely 100% like, uh, this guy sucks. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. So he actually cuts. Remember that spell we talked about with her hair? He yeah. um, dispels the spell. I don't know how to say that. And so yeah. her long hair yeah, is revealed. He unspells. He unspells the spell. Um, yeah something and her long hair is just revealed and like her classmates are like oh my god you lied to us this entire time and she's just like even the teacher is like i'm so sorry i didn't know i would have told you <laughs> the teacher's probably like shit <laughs> like oh no yeah <laughs> um, so poor Neneve. so she goes home and mm -hmm. i think like in a fit 
of fear and rage and just I'm done. She yeah. decides. Just, yes. She cuts her hair, you guys. And I'm not talking like. And she doesn't just cut it. You guys, she doesn't just cut it. She takes that knife with the unfortunate handle that her, <laughs> her dad, dad gave, gave her. her. Literally tries to shave off her hair. So when I was first looking at the pictures, I was like, did she buzz cut her hair? No. It's just like, you remember Tommy in the Rugrats, how he just had like little like sprouts of hair? <laughs> it's like that. Except she kept her bangs. So she has well, these big poofy bangs. What, what, and then yeah. a bald head. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to try and hide, you need to have some illusion of hair, I guess. So, like, when you put up your hood, it's just, like, bang. So, they're like, okay, she has hair. She's yeah. fine. Yeah. But it's, like, the biggest act of heresy in their world to cut your hair. Yeah. Like, her mom's afraid they're going to kill her. Like, and they, like, yeah. So, yeah. Because. So, then she escapes. Yeah. <laughs> because her mom helps her escape because her mom's like, look, I don't want you to die. And yeah. I promised your dad I would keep you safe. And. So helps her escape the army because the army has already figured it out that she's run off. Right. I think something. I think Jung figured like, I don't know if it's like his all magical hair told him that she cut her hair off and he like was like, we have to go after her. Like he knew the minute it happened or something. And I'm like, yeah, hell? Like that's terrifying. Like the all seeing eye. So she runs off into the woods and on a raft or whatever she gets away somehow and then like in the middle of the woods she this bird comes up to her they're like there's something with crows in the beginning that i couldn't figure out but then this crow comes up to her in the middle and it's basically acts like a familiar almost mm-hmm. um but his name is banana I, okay first of all i, I died that scene because <laughs> So, like, crows are, like, these little trickster animals, and they collect shiny things. And so, like, you always think of their name as something, like, I don't know, wacky. But, like, you get banana. And I absolutely fucking loved it. Because Um, it's it's on a page turn, too. So, it's like they're having this conversation about how he's basically this big badass crow and he's right. gonna help her or whatever he's just like what's your yeah. name what's your name and he keeps avoiding it and you turn the page and he's like it's, it's banana <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost like a five-year-old named him and it's stuck he's just like banana. banana you can't take him seriously and he's pissed about it <laughs> So they end up going, her and Banana, through the woods, trying to get away from these soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they end up at this temple thing and go into the temple. Mm-hmm. And that's where the orphans, other orphans come in. Um, and, and there's a library. Yeah. <gasps> the and library. So can we, I'm going to pause real quick and talk about the library scene. Because yeah. I was reading okay. it. And I got to the scene where Neneve goes into the library and she's just like, oh, all these books They're everywhere. And then she like, she takes the book and she's just like, oh. and I'm like, oh my God, it's me. Oh my God, it's me. Because so fun fact, you guys, when I get new books at the library, one of my favorite things to do is to smell them. And I know it's so weird, but for the record, they smell good. I don't know why. Brand new books, fresh off the press. They just smell good. 
and now I've just revealed my little dirty dark secret to the whole world. So <laughs> I've only ever really liked the smell of like musty books, but then it's mildew and I'm allergic to it. <laughs> and so there's like <laughs> yes. But I'm also not free. Yeah. Um I know I'm not alone at work <laughs> because one of the other ladies, she works in the children's department, she goes, No, the best books to smell are the children's books because they use so much ink for the color. And I was just like, ah. like, oh my God. So we're like over there just sniffing the children's books together. And it's just, <laughs> we're like, what, what? <laughs> it was so fun to see that. I don't know why it made me so happy to see that in this book. Oh my God. It was God. cute. So happy. She also wears a bow in her bangs. Did we mention that? She has these big bangs and there's like this big ass bow in it, <laughs> which I just tickled me. Bandana is from her mom. Um, and yeah, so the the bandana is from her mom. So I think she's, I don't know. I think she's tying it in remembrance of her mother. But this poor girl. I mean, you know. Yeah. Got a lot going yeah. on. She's now like. Oh, um, Batu. So, um. This is not a spoiler. At the I orphanage when she gets there. It's all online? It's before the action, kind of. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, turns out that Batu's sister ran off and runs this, like, hidden orphanage in this hidden temple. And she is this big... Where's a mask? First of right. all, like this so, crazy mask. And then <laughs> at dinner, <laughs> they get to dinner and she like, is about to eat. And they're, they're like, you have your mask on still. Like, and she, oh. so she's like, oh, yeah. The kids are like, this is our favorite part because she's so beautiful. <laughs> and she takes off the mask and everyone's like, ah, I'm like fanning themselves. Like, she's so beautiful. And then Eva's just like, whoa. And like, I want yeah. to know. I want to know if she looks at Batu in a different way because, like, that's Batu's older sister. And now I'm like, yeah. what do you think of Batu? Like, right. Oh, <laughs> there were so many good moments in this novel. Like, so yeah. many moments where you're like, oh, this is hilarious. This is the best thing. And it's really just kind of like a first taste of it right. because there's not really like a final conflict. It ends on a cliffhanger, which is why you need to go to witchycomic.com and keep reading this already. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Um, the author is from Melbourne, Australia. Everybody in the book is from is oceanic uh descent kind of nobody's white which is really awesome even to neve her dad is he looks indigenous and her mom has blonde hair yeah so i just the representation in this book and how subtle it is but at the same time it just warms my heart it does it's so good yeah i really do love it and and I love, so when I first read it and I've read the description for it, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me because I took a magic and religion course for anthropology in college. And one of the things they talked about was for some people, the length of your hair is very spiritual for you. And we've included a, a link to an article in the show notes so you guys can check that out and read it. But to me, I was like, oh, this makes sense. It makes sense for your hair length to determine your magic because that's, a spirit, spiritual thing. So I thought it was really fascinating. Yeah, that's cool how that's taken and twisted. Mm -hmm. um, historical reference. Mm -hmm. Also, the witch burning, which is really 
because I mean everybody knows about the Salem witch trials, but this is yeah. Alyssa's. I'm gonna throw it over to Alyssa now. So, before fun I fact. <laughs> In college. So I was a history major, you guys. I don't know if I've ever made that explicitly clear before. I studied history. I have a degree in history. So I know a lot of useless things. Like um, I wrote a paper on the witch burnings in Europe. Like they've always persecuted mainly women. And I say that because typically, historically, witches have been described as women. Um, And they've just, once they get too powerful or whatever they burn them like oh god so many women so many women and it's usually women that are poor um of course considered low class if we're going by a caste system they're lower class i mean it's just it was mind-blowing to see magical people burning magical people because in my head it's usually the non-magical people that are persecuting them and it's just it's this whole power thing and it's oh and it's really and i think doesn't everybody have some some magic or yeah. is it just certain magic families i think everybody has some magic because you know, um, so it's interesting is your hair so your yeah. hair holds your magic and depending upon your length is the amount of magic you have but everyone mm-hmm. has magic yeah which i mean then then that makes sense that witches are burning witches because it's like a human thing to persecute other people that you're threatened by. It's a, it's an animal thing, really. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a fight or fight. I must preserve my survival. Mm-hmm. This person's threatening me. Mm-hmm. Um, except humans have empathy and humanity, hopefully. And so we don't think that's okay. I don't think like most of us. Yeah. <laughs> most of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, most of us think it's bad to commit genocide. So you know. We're just gonna not comment on that. Anyway. Um but basically that's what this moving is. along. Yeah, moving along. Um but it was the story was good. The art in this no, it's so pretty. Um I like the colors that she they use in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's distinct a, it's distinctive yeah i don't think i've ever seen anything like this before um and it is yeah because sometimes i'm a big comic reader and i feel like a lot of the times i want to say that like it's been a trend to draw things in a certain way mm-hmm. um to be for kids to like it more yeah. so uh, i think that a lot of people once reina telgemeier got popular then all the publishing companies were like we need more stuff like reina telgemeier so they started doing way more full color yep. like bold lines simple faces and this does um lines and faces but it's her own distinct style which is oh, really dude. cool it's really pretty yeah I was so I was so so happy we picked this up. Um, we read this on Hoopla. I have a copy of it at home, um, but it is on, it is on Hoopla. So if your library has Hoopla, please make sure you check it out. Um, or you could just it's read this <laughs> on WitchyComic.com. Um, so there's mm-hmm. that too, which I think is really cool. So Madeline and I were talking about this before we recorded. Is that yes, it's a web comic, but the fans wanted it so badly in their hands that. They got it printed, which, right. you know, I would, I, I would want it if, if, cause like I yeah. read Laura Olympus on Webtoon, 
love it. Me too. Who doesn't? Right. If you don't read Lore Olympus, please download Webtoon and read it. Um, okay, but, continue. Like, so <laughs> if I... I would love if she just ever decided to put out a print version of it, I would buy it in a heartbeat. Just in a yeah. so I could have it and be like, look at my collection. Yeah. Isn't it neat? Like, yeah. like, you know, that's what people want. And so I love right. that she got enough. What's the She word? has a Patreon. Yes. We should link to her Patreon. Oh, I, we will. Um, I found it. And I was like, oh, I might, I might become a Patreon for her. Like, girl, like let's support our artists, you guys. But it's just, yeah, she got that, she got so much support that she was able to print this, which I think is amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, this just thought just came to me. Oh. I want to talk really, really quick about how I've noticed a trend recently in graphic novels that feature uh, LGBTQIA plus people. It's so much easier just to say the queer community. <laughs> Um, and magic, like witches and the queer community mm-hmm. in books, in these graphic novels. And it's showing up over and over again, and I cannot get enough. So Snapdragon is one. Mooncakes is another one that was really great. So um, yes. So um, the, I, it's a trend. And I feel like, so there's sometimes when you read a word and then you've never seen it before, you look up what it means and then the next day or the next week, you see that word like four times. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like this for me with like queer people that are witches with magic in graphic novels. It just keeps showing up over which and good. over, which I love. I love, love. I yeah. love it. Um, it's that you can see- but it's interesting that, that it's showed up there. It's, you know. Yeah. I wonder if it started with Lumberjanes or if it started before that. I'm not sure. Because like, yeah. again, I'm not, I haven't been a big graphic novel yeah. reader um prior to this but i love seeing how publishing is like oh we need to get with it we need to be more diverse because we yeah. are not representing our community in the right way yeah. i love i love seeing this i love seeing these works out here um yeah it's great it's great i love it mm. so that's what the book's about that is the book pick it up mm-hmm. it's really wonderful let us know if you know of any more awesome graphic novels that we should read because yeah. we're all about that life. And it was kind of a hard week. Not kind of a hard week. It was a shit week for us, yeah. um, especially for Alyssa. And so it was nice to just have something to pick up and read and be done with in 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. You know, it was just, it took a lot of pressure off the plate for this week. It did. So, um, so I do want to bring this up right before we close you guys. And I don't want to bring anyone down. Um, so I do apologize if I do that. I had a friend pass away recently. Um, she worked at one of the local libraries. She was a good friend. And it was very sudden and very unexpected. And it's very heartbreaking. Um, her name was Sarah. And she was a beautiful, kind soul. Like, literally the kindest person you would know ever. But she was so quiet. And then she would hit you with a zinger. And you'd be like, Whoa what and it but it was she was so much fun and she was a big advocate for diverse books um just a big advocate for her community she was a children's programmer so she was gonna come on the podcast a couple times was. we had talked about she was going to read back with us for the last week um it's the last book she checked out on her library card actually yeah so um 
we're going to link to her GoFundMe to help her family. She had two young boys. Um, so if you feel compelled to donate, we thank you so much. If not, we just want to share Sarah with the world. Um, yeah. And if you get on, um, she worked for Beaufort County Library in South Carolina. So if you get on BeaufortCountyLibrary.org and go under the reading recommendations, um, her friends and staff put together Sarah's favorite reading list, which is really sweet. Yeah. Um, I'll probably I link really to that, that as well. So you guys can yeah. see. And that would be honoring her just as much as donating for her kids. If you can't yeah. donate um, to help her kids, read one of her favorite books. Just throw it out there in the universe. It would make her so happy. She would be, yeah, she would be very, very happy right now. That was her catchphrase. Yeah, that so, makes me so happy. Yeah, that was her. She she always was like, oh, that makes me so happy. That makes me so happy. She was yeah. the happiest person I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, if you can, we appreciate it. Just... And just let your friends know how much they mean to you. Yeah. Let them know that you love them. Yeah. And yeah I think, you know, sure. you can see that in this book too, is that, you know, there's a lot of love. Yes. There's so much love. So much love. For the friends in this book. At first, I wasn't sure that Prill liked Neneve, um, but right? then the next page, it was just kind of like a friendly competition and over like, whose oh. magic was the best. Right. Yeah. So then after that, they kind of bonded. Yeah. They bonded over the um the doctor thing, didn't they? Yeah, they did. It was they, like a moment. They had a moment. Mm -hmm. They had a nice moment over the doctor thing. Um, yeah. So so many good moments. Friendship. 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 Thanks for Such listening. Such a perfect blendship. <laughs> that's a, that's a Judy Garland song. We're gonna link that. It's <laughs> the most the best. It's the best song. All right, you guys. All right. Thanks for listening. For behind the scenes looks and show notes, check out our Instagram at What Y'all Reading Podcast. Have any suggestions for books to read or dad jokes? Email us at What Y'all Reading Podcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, subscribe to our podcast and review us on your favorite podcast app. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye, guys. Hey y'all, you ready for your dad joke of the week? Which ocean is the most detail-oriented? Give up? The Pacific. Which kind of sounds like a toddler is saying it, but you know, it almost works, so it counts. <laughs> See you next week.